Hi everyone, welcome to Merch Money. Today we have Amy as our guest. Amy Springer, she's on every week, but we are interviewing her today. I'm so excited for that. You I'm ready, Amy? The, I'm the star of the show tonight. Yay! <laughs> and I don't know if we've ever had this much excitement for a show, so Amy should be so proud. Yeah, <laughs> very humbled, very humbled by the reaction, so. Thanks. Okay, great show. And uh, we'll just go around like uh, normal and just introduce ourselves real quick and, and talk about this week. Um, my name is Helen Kinson, Merch Boss. And um, I haven't updated the posts yet in Facebook, but I got the email from Apple saying that our podcast is live. So that was the big one I was waiting for. So I think we're on all the platforms now. I'll double check. But um, if you have a podcast platform that you normally listen to and you don't see us on there, just let me know and we'll add it or, or see what's going on. But it should be available on like nine different platforms right now. <laughs> so we're good. Um, and then other than that, it was just a normal week for me. Um, working a lot on patterns. That's been my main thing the last couple weeks and uploading to Orbit Kit and uh, just going through my shirts on merch, taking down ones that are going to be getting removed anyway soon um, and just uploading more shirts. That's been it. All right, Bree, you want to go? Sure. Let me get on the right tab here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey guys, what's up? I am Brianna Muller-Green, uh, merch maverick and co-owner of design4dollars.com. And um, I've just had my typical crazy week. Um, I shouldn't call it crazy. It's actually kind of like getting to the point where um, I've got my nice systems set up. I've gone through a huge evolution um, of businesses and companies and things over the last year and so like i'm kind of hitting that groove where i'm like all right this is good this is good i can i can manage this um and uh, and not get overwhelmed um excuse me uh we're uh, preparing for our family travel time coming up soon too so um you know just uh spending time on my own brands spending time with the brandability crew um and uh, I don't know, doing the usual. Nothing, nothing out of the ordinary or crazy for this girl this week. <laughs> Systems are so important, so that's that's awesome. Yeah. And I I was on the call uh, last Wednesday. Yeah, right. Someone was last Wednesday about Bree set up for Airtable and and mm. all of that, and that helps a lot. So definitely oh, that, join the next one. <laughs> I was just going to say, hello, thank you for reminding me about that because we're going to do that tomorrow. So um, Helen was with us when we did, um, we did, I, I called it pod factory, but really, even though there's a pod emphasis, it can, it's applicable across any business. Like the uses are, are just, it's crazy. Um, and so what it is, is just how I've built and run companies, brands, print on demand accounts using Airtable and Trello and how you can get employees and virtual assistants, friends, family to help contribute to your business and make things run more efficiently using those two systems. And they're interesting because they have free accounts. Um, and so, you know, we've, I've learned to manage up to 50 people or more 
at one time using Airtable and Trello alone. Um, so anyway, uh, the recording, Zoom only allows you so many recordings and I didn't delete it. Um, so, no. <laughs> so I didn't delete the old one. So when we ran it, it recorded, but it didn't save. So I don't know what good that did. So anyway, it's perfect. It's fine. Uh, we're going to run it again tomorrow. So those of you that didn't get the replay on it, join us tomorrow. But otherwise, if you had signed up for that first round and didn't get the replay, you'll get the replay this time. Otherwise, though, uh, tomorrow night at 7 live, and I'll walk you guys through setting this stuff up for yourself. Awesome. Well, I will not be on tomorrow night. I uh, Tomorrow night is my birthday. <laughs> Yay! Happy awesome. birthday! I'm going to be out with friends. I don't know where we're going, what we're doing, but it should be Yeah, fun. wait! What's the plan? You don't even know <laughs> what the plan is? That's nope. sketchy. They Today. said, are you available? I said, yep. They're like, all right, we'll awesome. plan something. <laughs> That'll be fun. So, yeah, it'll be good. And then my parents are coming down on Wednesday. So that'll be really nice. Um, Your awesome. parents are great. They really are. I know. I'm so excited. So lucky. So I love when they watch and they and they chime in, you know? I know. I'm waiting to see if they say anything. <laughs> Like, uh, like my, my parents, uh, they try to watch when they can, but they are just not technologically savvy. So like they might catch a replay somewhere, but as far as like being able to be live and all that, like I would have to go set it up Yeah, and like, don't touch it. Just, just get on there, dad. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, my mom's always like, I'm watching too. Cause it's only my dad that's making the comments, but it, he gets it on the TV. So my mom watches it on the TV and then she's not like commenting cause she's watching it on the TV. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> but they watch it together every Monday night. They feel like I'm on TV. Yeah. <laughs> cause you are. Yeah, I'm on their TV. <laughs> TV nowadays. <laughs> awesome. All right, Amy, it's your show. Yay! All right, so welcome to the Amy Hour on <laughs> Merch Money. No. <laughs> teach us, Amy. I will teach you. Y'all are coming to school. No. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> Amy Springer, Merch Marvel here on Merch Money. And uh, yeah, it's um, it's been a great week. I actually added a new pod to my list of to the roster today, Spreadshirt. So I'm on Redbubble, Merch, KDP, and now Spreadshirt. So awesome. kind of excited about that. I'll be adding um, Society Six here real soon too, because like Helen, I've been I've been playing with patterns lately, and I've learned how to do that in school. As Amy, <laughs> Laura, and um, <clears throat> I've been uh, really having a lot of fun with that on Procreate, making patterns. So that's awesome. pretty much where my week has been. Just designing, playing with patterns, and adding PODs. So. <laughs> nice. That's like fun. Yeah. <laughs> it is, it is. I'm very excited. It's, I just, I feel, I feel really inspired. Like, I don't know, like this paradigm shift has like recently happened. And um, as y'all know, I recently just lost my dad and just kind of thinking like how much he was really proud of the direction my life was going with the t-shirts and stuff. And I know like his desire for his kids was to always know that they were okay, me and my sister. So I don't know, like this paradigm happened where it's just like, okay, like I really need to get to work now. I don't know why, but it's just this new perspective on things. So it's like, I'm hitting the ground running like it's Q4 
And oh my god, yeah, it's been pretty, pretty wild. It's like very refreshing right now. So, oh. well, you are you are amazing, and and you you just stay positive even when all of this happens, and um, you're able to turn your pain into like good things. Yeah, no? I, mean, I I don't know. It, it's it seems like the natural progression. Like we were talking um, the other day, mm -hmm. uh, as far as like my dad was like concerned, and you're like, you know, he wouldn't want you to be mourning all the time because I kind of felt bad about that. Like, why aren't I like wearing black all all day for like the next year? But you were right. Like he wouldn't want that. He wants me to like hit the ground running, which is exactly what I'm doing, and it's just really cool. So nobody has to like feel sorry for me. You know, it's it's okay. But it's very uh very much a really cool perspective that's happened, like the shift as far as entrepreneurship, print on demand, being able to build this empire. Like what is our show? Like uh, building a million dollar empire or- One shirt at a time, yep. Like, and now it's like, yeah. And that's what we're doing. And it's just very exciting. And it's a very exciting time to be alive with all the different things that you can be doing. So yeah, and it's yeah, so exciting yeah. to see it just builds on itself, like where we all were last year to now, and it's like imagine next year where we'll all be. It's like it just adds. Yeah, like I was like before the show, me and Helen were talking a little bit, and I had said, you know, thanks for merch because this is really like my first true taste at being able to make money at home doing something that is something you enjoy, and it's like wow, I'm making real money doing this, and this is just the beginning of all these amazing opportunities that are out there just for us that want to be our own boss, work our own hours, set our own goals at our own computers. Like it's really amazing. It really is. Well, Bree, do you have any questions first? I have like a million things to ask her. So do you want to cut in first or just have me go first? Well, actually I was just going to chime in about the patterns. <laughs> what was the app Helen that, <laughs> For, for people like free that like uh, you well, don't see my drawing much less it made into a pattern. <laughs> There's we a lot that repeated. <laughs> well, okay, so this is the Amy show, so we'll learn the correct way. But uh, yeah, there is no behind the scenes, way. behind the scenes, I was messaging Amy and Bree, and I'm like, I'm like, so I really want to make patterns. I feel like that that'll sell well on all these different platforms and pop sockets. And then Amy, I was like, how do you guys make patterns? And Amy explained how she makes patterns. And I'm like, okay, that's not going to happen. <laughs> so then I was like, I wonder if there's another way. And I, um, I just looked on apps and there's an app called Patternator. And Ooh. so I use that. So <laughs> I, I messaged the like guy who created the app and I'm like, can I use this for commercial use? He's like, sure. And that's what it was, Patternator? Patternator. Okay. I write that down. I hadn't heard See, of that. See, I, I like to know every way of doing things because it, and this is what's going to be interesting about talking about Procreate because someone suggested I get that for Luna. And Luna is um, finishing up first grade. So she'll be going into second grade next year. And she is just an artist. I mean, a, every single night we're drawing and coloring and you know and so i want to learn enough to help her get into it um so you know it's exciting for me but mama's not gonna do it <laughs> you know what's fun too like with kids like it's it, it's so natural i don't i don't know why but like i've i've had my kids just play on procreate without even telling them what to do they'll ask me a question like 
well, how do I get this behind? And, you know, yeah. we talk about the layers and things like that. But for the most part, I mean, just give it to these kids and they like, they take off running. It's amazing. Yeah. They're not afraid yeah. to press, you know, the button. buttons. And hey, yeah. she's your daughter. So, you know, she's all right with pushing buttons. Oh, yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, kids. Um, in fact, I was actually looking on eBay at like cheaper iPads and my kids' birthdays will be coming up in a couple months. And it's like, you know what? Maybe it's time. You know, they're eight and nine. So that's, that's the combination that you would suggest, right? Like if we're going to, I mean, obviously she'll be supervised and all that with with uh, the computer, but like a iPad and procreate, right? Yeah. And I mean, you don't even have to set it up on Wi-Fi, so she can't access the internet. She can use it offline. So awesome. Yeah. Cool. In the comments, they're talking about Adobe capture. That's another way to make patterns. So, I've used that one. That one's yeah. fun. Yeah. So I did that. Um, when did I do that? I think when PopSockets very first came out, I found out about that app. So that was like, almost a year ago. I don't know. It was a while ago. Um, so with that one, you just take a picture and then it turns the, whatever you took a picture of into a pattern. And it kind of looks like a kaleidoscope pattern. It's like, uh, it goes like that. The patternator app that I'm talking about is different. It's like, all I do is take a graphic. So you make sure that you own the rights to the graphics. So, um, you know, if you bought a batch of graphics or I don't know, you somehow have graphics, you take those graphics and you upload it to Patternator and it makes a pattern out of the graphics. So it doesn't change the graphic in any way. So if you have a picture of, I don't know, I did one of donuts, like you have donuts, it just makes a cool pattern with donuts everywhere. You can put them in different orders with different uh, color backgrounds. And then I just export it out of there, bring it over to over, sometimes change something about it and then that's it. So. That sounds fun. I'm going to have to look that It's up. super easy. And you can do it with anything. You can do, and you can do more than one graphic. So sometimes if I have things that go together, like, I don't know, I can't think of examples right now, but I don't know, flowers and butterflies or something. I mean, whatever you want. If you have two different things that go together. I think I did like a, uh, an outer space one. So I did like uh, rocket ships and different things. Um, you can do more than one different graphic. So it, it, it looks good. I like it. And you can do all different formats. So it can be um, arranged different ways. Yeah. I'm going to have to look into that one. Because that, that sounds, patterns are fun. Like I've, I've really yeah. been enjoying those too. And that sounds like it would even save time, which is always good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Christina says she's going to download Patternator. Yep. That's exactly what I use it for. She says she's going to do it for leggings for Redbubble. I'm like, yep. <laughs> That's exactly what I use it for. Leggings yeah. for Redbubble. I don't yes. know why it didn't occur to me, Helen, that you had just had this conversation with us about Patternator, right? So what do I do? I go and I'm too impatient to have anybody do it for me, right? I got to have a pattern right now. So I go to Photor and I'm like trying to do it myself by just taking a a photo and hitting copy paste copy, <laughs> and resizing it do, 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 do. like ah uh, yeah yeah i tell you what listen to me breathe i know but you know what that's a really good example of when it's not part of your habit right like when your habit is to do something different then it's like i don't know yeah 
<laughs> All right. So Amy, how do you make patterns? Let's let's go into the correct All right, way. So, well, I don't know if it's the correct way because I've only made like three patterns so far. Um, I took a I took a course on Skillshare because one thing I've been noticing is like pop sockets, KDP covers, and um, some of the products on Redbubble that I've been wanting to to add to like my I don't know, roster. I don't know why I keep saying roster tonight. That's the word. <laughs> but to my roster and patterns, it's just they're everywhere right now. So it's like, okay, I know you can do it. How do I do it? So I went on Skillshare and I found a, a course by some woman named Disha, uh, Mark, Mark Andy. I don't know. Anyway, she had this very simple course, how to do it in Procreate. And it, it's it's been amazing. So I've I've been applying what I've been learning, and it's there's some steps involved. But it was like once you kind of get the basics down of how Procreate works, it's pretty simple. And one of the new features that Procreate has now is that you can split up your canvas in a perfect like square with all four quarters are exactly the same, mm -hmm. and um, <clears throat> and that's kind of important with making patterns or at least the seamless ones. So, so it, it, can I ask you a quick question about that? So when you're doing that, when you say it's in four panels, are you essentially like designing one and then it's replicated kind four of times to make kind of, it a, almost like wallpaper that's seamless, right? Similar. Yes. What I do though, first is I take just the, just the canvas that I'm in. I, I work in a square, usually like 3,600 by 3,600 pixels and I'll make my, First, what I what I want the design to be on there. Then I'll split it up. I'll call duplicate the layers and then I'll start like pushing them up to make them a little bit smaller and pushing them to the top and the bottom and all this stuff so it connects. It's it's hard to like say, but mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, Skillshare is not free, but you can get they have amazing um, trials. Like you can have like a month, two months for free or two months for like 99 cents or Whatever. If you want, I can share you um, my Which little. Is, is it kind of like Udemy, Skillshare, right? It's well, it's like about learning of. and yeah, like you'll learn about entrepreneurship, business, self improvement, creative, like cool. that kind of stuff. But you can access all the classes for just either a monthly price. I think it's like seven or eight, nine bucks, or you can just pay for the whole year and uh, which you get a discount on, and it's worth it because unlike Udemy. You go into Udemy, you have to pay for each individual course. Yeah. Well, yep. on Skillshare, you get all of them. So That's awesome. it's like the Netflix of cool classes. You can learn yeah. UX design, everything, everything on there. That's cool. Cool. Yeah. My favorite. I like how you explained it too. The Netflix of skills. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. So, how did she do that course? You got to take notes so that you can do a course. <laughs> how did she show her? Uh, how did she show Procreate on a course? Cause it's like an iPad, right? Yeah. Well, some people are really good. Well, you can actually record your screen on the iPad. You mm -hmm. can also uh, record your screen just through Procreate, I believe, or maybe you need an app for that. I don't know. You can record yourself oh, or okay. what a lot of people do is they'll like set up like their camera um, mm -hmm. and have, you know, good lighting or whatever. And you can see what they're doing. So oh, they're recording okay. themselves. Cool. With iPad, so. Well, next time, next time we have you on, we'll have to have you do that. <laughs> Oh, watch yeah, what maybe. you're doing <laughs> maybe yeah so well so when did you start using procreate it's been like 
eight, it's nine been a months? year. It's been a, a year, year because I, wow. I got my iPad um, in April. It's almost been a year. I got it in April because um, okay. it was my birthday present to myself. So nice. That's <laughs> right. We're both April babies. Yes. I'm a few <laughs> weeks away. But but yes. April. And a few years younger, but that's OK. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I've been playing with it for almost an entire year now. And it's been an amazing, amazing product. And it's, I've been able to create more. I've been able to make my own graphics for print on demand. And it's just, it's, it's been a really, it's my favorite thing in the world, to be honest. Like if my, if they say, Hey, if you can only grab like three items when your house goes on fire, what are you grabbing? Well, I'm grabbing my photo album, my iPad, which is mostly my photo album and <laughs> my kids, you know, no. <laughs> that's it. Like, I'm out. Oh, sorry, I can't bring all of you. Like, <laughs> the iPad is like my everything. fourth child, so. <laughs> so I'm awesome. half kidding, guys. Like seriously, my kids would come first. So <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. Um, what was I gonna say? So you've been so. Uh, how did you learn it, or or what do you think? What would you recommend people start with, or what's the first thing they should do when they get Procreate? Honestly, do what Bree does and just push all the buttons. Um, there's a lot of it is pretty. It's pretty user friendly. I mean, there's definitely a learning curve, but it's I I don't think it's as difficult as something like Photoshop or learning um, Illustrator or big programs like that. This is just it's an it's an artistic program with layers and brushes and colors, and I mean it can do everything. Um, Are you but, doing like actual like what do you use for hand? A stylus of some sort, or what? I use my Apple Pencil. This right mm. here, this is the most amazing. That's cool. Amazing thing because it's got this great Bluetooth um, technology. It's it's pressure sensitive, so it's very it mimics very much what a regular pencil or pen would do. What do you and use for the surface? My iPad, just just oh. the screen itself. I wasn't sure if they have a sensor in them now to do like a piece of paper. You know, um, they do. They you can buy a um, a screen cover that's similar to paper. That's so cool. That it, so it feels more natural. I haven't used it yet. I'm thinking about about maybe doing so. Yeah, paper uh, paper paper light or something like that. It's called. That uh, is neat. I love it. Um, somebody here in the merch community that I follow and I just have so much respect for is BJ De DeLong. De DeLong? Mm -hmm. Yeah, All right. he's got his YouTube channel. He has a uh, Facebook group now where he has weekly challenges, but for people that are using Procreate or other digital art methods, and I don't even think it stops there. Like if you even want to do traditional, you can, but he he's teaching people how to use the program and how to become better artists. Like there are people that have never, that haven't drawn in like 20 years that are starting to watch his videos and apply the techniques that this guy is so willing to share. And I mean, they're creating some amazing works of art using Procreate and following him. So he's definitely somebody I would recommend. And I think his uh, his group is called Keep Creating a Share, Learn, something. Anyways, it's look it up. It's really, really, really cool. I'll have to get the name. Awesome. Yeah, I think I ran across a YouTube video or something that he did where I was like, oh, wow, that's really, really neat. Yeah, he's 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 got a he's got a big heart for teaching too. Like he's very entertaining. He's he's a natural. Keep creating a learn, draw, share art community. And he's a marcher too. 
So really nice. cool, guys. Cool. Well, I know we're, we're getting some good questions in the chat, and I know there was also a few questions on the Facebook group, so we'll, we'll definitely try to get to all of them. Um, Christina's asking us, uh, tell us about your merch journey. When did you start? How did you get in? Like, were you an entrepreneur before MBA? Um, so I started in June of 2017. Um, I, I dabbled in FBA for a little while, but that was more my husband's thing. I just kind of enjoyed going and looking at books and scanning them. So that's like my big thing in entrepreneurship. Um, I believe it was in an FBA group, I think, where I heard about merch by Amazon. And so I signed up and at that time there was like this waiting period. So I didn't get in right away and I totally forgot about it. And then in another group, a friend of mine posted that they had finally been accepted in the merch by Amazon. I'm like, Oh, I signed up for that. Let me go and see. And sure enough, I was in, I hit the ground running. Um, and it's been, it's been a really cool experience. I was quick to learn. I've always kind of had a little bit of the creative, the eye for like, the eye for it, you know? So I started selling and it's just getting better and better every, every day. So that's, that's a little bit of awesome of that. I'm so glad you found it and you, you ran into it because it's, you have just taken off with well, it. Well, I was so afraid because everything I was reading is you have to get your bank account information in, you have to get your tax information in and you better upload or they're going to shut you down in a hundred days or something. Right. So I'm like, oh, heck no. Like, I see the opportunity here. I'm good. So I designed. And sure enough, I mean, it started, people started buying my stuff. And it was like, my first paycheck for merch was $19.80. And it was the coolest almost $20 I'd ever made in my life. And I was hooked. So, yeah. <laughs> what, what's your history with art? Like, are, have you always just been gifted and talented and, and into I it? I wouldn't call myself gifted or talented, um, but I've I always. <laughs> Thank you. That I is think so kind. You are fantastic at it, and you're I've... continuously working at it and becoming more fantastic. Thank you. You are very sweet. Um, <laughs> I've always enjoyed it. I, I remember like being a little girl. One of my favorite things in the entire world was getting a fresh box of crayons, Crayola crayons. And I mean, I've just always enjoyed drawing. I, in fact. My, one of my first things that I remember, I was in first grade and I finished my spelling lesson or something early and I got to go to the back where I had like all these stencils and stuff. And I made Goofy from Disney. And I don't know, I fell in love with art then, I think. So it's just it's awesome. It's always been fun. I've always just really enjoyed it. Awesome. Um, let's see. Lots of, this is an active chat today. Thank you, um, Rosemary, for putting BJ's, uh, BJ DeLong's group in the chat. Um, and then Eric's asking about, oh, his shirt got stuck in processing. Yeah, that happens sometimes. You can always uh, ask Merch if you want, and they might be able to get it out of processing for you. You can send an email. Or do like what Emily said and just resubmit it. That's fine, too. I feel um, like I almost always have one in processing. <laughs> I yeah. think I've had one in processing for like 10 months. Yeah. 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 And I'm just I like, have no, no idea what it is. <laughs> yep. That one didn't make it through, whatever. <laughs> hey, I figured if it's in processing, it's never getting deleted. So. 
Um, while I'm scrolling through here, do you have any questions, Bree? I'm just looking to see if we missed a question. Um, I don't, I'm trying to think if I have any personally, I don't have any that I've seen as far as any of the posts that I've shared. Oh, somebody said, if you like Patternator, you will also like Amaziograph, Amaziograph, oh, Amaziograph, maybe, yeah. Amaziograph. Now I got to look that up yeah, or remember that it. One either. Yeah. Oh, There's yeah. so many apps and I'm sure like new ones will come out every day. I just, anytime I need to do something, that's the first thing I do is check if there's an app for it. <laughs> yeah. There which, for that? <laughs> and that's something too, that you have at least knowledge about. I don't know if, what you do design wise on your phone, Amy, but um, do you have suggestions for people when they, if they want to start designing on their phone, they're not ready to, you know, for whatever reason, they're not ready for like, a full-blown software tool or well there is procreate pocket um Ooh. yeah um that you can use on your phone on your iphone i believe they're i believe they're apple exclusive um and that's kind of cool because it gives you it gives you some i mean you can almost do everything you can do on the ipad on your phone which then, yeah if you're not ready for procreate then this is like perfect like you know who cares that you can you can't do everything because like it's a precursor to it exactly yeah, yeah but I, mean, I actually I downloaded that back when amy was first talking about procreate so when yeah we first I'm gonna need group, to, i downloaded yeah. it and i i think it was just a little too early on my journey like i think if i tried it again now i could probably figure it out but at that time i was just like oh my god it's too hard <laughs> just, <Right>. like that. <laughs> just like that just like that just like that just like anything though i mean everything has a little bit of a learning curve like nobody wakes up one day and they're you know perfect at anything so but it's it's fun like if you enjoy color if you enjoy or even have the desire i think yeah. i truly believe that anybody can be an artist yeah. like if, and a lot of even if just, you aren't born with it like nobody is well actually i take that back there are some people that really are but most of us <laughs> me not and, but if you really enjoy it i think i think you can do it you know if you can draw a circle a squiggly line a triangle a square i mean that's pretty much the drawing blocks or the building yeah. blocks to drawing so yeah and i think you just have to get past certain little terminology and stuff the same with like online business it's like you have to learn MBA means merged by Amazon, like all these mm -hmm. little things. And it sounds confusing at first. And then you're like, Oh, they're just talking about merge or they're just talking like it's, it becomes easier. It, like with the online stuff, I would get so confused with layers. And I was like, I don't understand any of this, like none of it. <laughs> and then now I'm like, okay, layers are not that confusing. This is not that confusing. So it's like, I, I got to pick up the pocket one again and see if I can do it now. Yeah. <laughs> so what can you use build? it? Yeah. And you build off of what you've learned. Like, even if you've just started with the over app, that's uh -huh. going to give you a little bit of an idea of how layers work, because sometimes you have to move yeah. your text down here and move this over there and the masking and how to lay things out. Yeah. And then before you know it, I mean, that's that right there. That's like, OK, that's the first block uh -huh. to the foundation. And then those, is the over app still like the go to probably for like very, very basic starter someone wants to design on their phone. Absolutely. I still mm -hmm. use over. I think over is an incredible tool because you can really, okay. To put it, to put in perspective, like with my merch journey, the first like thousand to 1200 shirts that I've designed were all done on over. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you can make some good stuff with there. Um, even, 
even just text-based stuff like you can typography and everything if you learn like kerning and how to make things look cohesive font pairing things like that i mean you can come up with some incredible designs using over i love over for pop sockets i mean i love it for everything but especially for pop sockets um a lot of my shirt designs that were resized to pop socket size it ends up looking really good when you put it on like a cool background. So if you do like a background on the pop socket and then put the words on it, it makes it more interesting than just the words on black. I don't know. I, it, it works. Or you can even just do the, the background by itself without any words, but that's, and that's then, you. And with over two, they're very print on demand friendly, very mm-hmm. print on demand friendly. They have that in their FAQs in terms of service. So mm-hmm. if you're like, well, I don't know if I can use their fonts or, I don't know if I can use their graphics. You can. Now, there is like some stipulation. I believe it's like 200 sales or 400 sales or something. You'd have, yeah. I, it's been a while since I've read it, but yeah. they're very print on demand friendly, which is great for us marchers. It's the yeah. perfect, it's the perfect thing to start. Like I tell um, people come to me, well, I'm not a designer. What can I do? And I'm like, I did it on my phone. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, yeah. I took and and that's, that's the um, answer too. If the barrier is like, Hey, I don't have a computer right now. Like almost all of us have a phone. Yeah. You know? So don't let not having a computer or an iPad or a laptop. If you're someone new, don't let that stop you. Yeah. Like, I mean, phone. I, for me, I had to been able to do it on my phone. Cause if I had to do it on my computer, that was never going to happen. I'm chasing three kids around 24 seven. Like I didn't have a time to sit down. Yeah. So being able to sit there and I'm putting the baby down for a nap. Oh, let's make a shirt on my mm-hmm. own. And I mean, there was a time that's all I did. I would upload from my phone. I mean, I, a lot of time, but it works. It yeah. Works. That's, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> my brother does that. I don't know if he's watching Nathan. Like I, I saw him at the beach and he was uh, rocking his baby to sleep and like on his phone. And I thought he was like, you know, on Facebook or something, and I walk over and he's designing a t-shirt on That's his great. phone. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, you're amazing. You gotta steal those minutes, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, that's yeah. great. All right. Well, let me look at the uh, sorry, I'm getting my phone to look at the Facebook question. I think it was just um, do you recommend using any stylus other than just the Apple Pencil, or you just think it's better to stick with the Apple Pencil? Honestly, the Apple Pencil, there is nothing that's going to come close. Unfortunately, though, it's only compatible with certain models. So if you have like an older iPad, it's it might not work. I know it's like all the pros, you can use it. And they have two different gens now. They have the first generation and the second generation pencil. So it depends on which pro you have. Um, and the 2018 9.7 inch iPad, just the standard, which is what I've been using. It works for that. Um, the older models, not so much. But now they have it where the new minis, the new iPad Airs, everything is now compatible with the pencil except for the phones. So it'd be worth upgrading. I do know that there are, I I watched a YouTube video a while back and they were talking about another stylus that was, that was also Bluetooth, um, that had Bluetooth technology that kind of helped with pressure sensitivity. It could work. Um, but it's not going to be as amazing as the pencil. The pencil is literally designed for the iPad and procreate was literally designed for the iPad. So it's a perfect, perfect marriage. Perfect. 
Um, and then let's see, uh, Olivier had a question. What is the best way to write the title for more visibility and sales? Um, okay. Well, <laughs> what I do, and I'm not even sure if it's, you know, the correct way. Um, say for instance, I made an Easter shirt. All right. And it had like a bunny on it. Actually, you know what? I'll just bring up one that I did. Uh, follow the bunny. He has chocolate. Okay, that's that's a shirt I've made. It hasn't done anything, but I made it. Um, I titled it "Cute East, Cute Easter T-shirt for kids or women or whatever." It depends on what the Amazon search bar gives me. I'll put the very generic long tail in the keyword, add gifts on the end, and then in my bullets is where I'll mention the title, the niche, and all of that information. But I mean, it depends. Sometimes I'll write the title or the whatever's on the shirt. I don't know. I don't think there's a wrong way to do it. As long as you're hitting keywords, like you want, I think it's really important you get your best keyword, your best one or two keywords in your title. Yeah. Look at little Miss Data over here. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, Amy. <laughs> yes, go on. <laughs> no, like it's literally nailed it. Like that was yeah, it. that was perfect. And I yeah. think that's a big tip that you don't because this is what I still fall into is that you like I have the temptation to say follow the Easter Bunny hands of chocolate, like as the title, because that's mm -hmm. what the shirt says. So to, I do that still. It's just a habit. Yeah. It's very hard to break it. Every now yeah. and then I'm like, well, and I, I don't know about every now and then I would I'm say about like 10% knocking them out real quick. Yeah. 10% of the time or so I like research and do it correctly and like, don't do the title of the shirt as a title and do more just the keywords. But the other parts of the time, I'm just like, title the shirt, title the shirt. Like, <laughs> so, you know, it's, that's a good lesson because it's, it wastes time if you don't do that because it, it won't be seen as much if you don't put the keywords right in the title. And if you just honestly, I think it's worth testing. I think yeah. it's worth seeing. Okay. If I use just the generic long tail in the, in the title, is that going to get it shown better than just writing the slogan on that's on the shirt? Because honestly, if you just put the slogan on the shirt, you're going to, or you should be indexed for Easter bunny shirt. Mm -hmm. you know, or a chocolate shirt even. Yeah. I mean, it definitely sell. I mean, I sell shirts with exactly what I put on the shirt mm -hmm. as a title. They do sell, but it's like, would it have sold better? Would I sell more? Because a lot of my shirts, I'm like once a month or once a week or something, like not a lot of sales. So would it have gone further, like done better if I didn't do that? Didn't put the exactly what I wrote on the shirt as the title. So yeah, definitely play around with it, learn it. Um, you don't, you don't, there's no rule that you have to put exactly what the shirt says on the shirt. <laughs> I mean, as the title, it could be in the bullets or wherever. Yeah. I always put in my second type, my second bullet is where I usually put the, what's on the shirt. Yeah, just, bullet, so all the way down, not even your first bullet. That's no, good. I don't know why. That's just, that's how I've done it. And then what was funny is I was listening to uh, Neil Lassen in one of his, I don't know if it was a YouTube, an interview, or just like an over the shoulder. And that's what he did too. He always put the slogan in the second bullet. I'm like, I don't know. I've, I've done that too. And it, it works for him. It works for me. So it's very, I don't know. There might be something to it. The good, the good part of merch, um, well, good and bad, is that there's, only a limited amount of space there. Mm -hmm. Whereas in Amazon seller central, there's an actual like back end to things. Yeah. So basically if you get your keywords in there, 
on the merch side, that merch template, if you get your keywords in there, you're good because it scans the, a lot of the search algorithms. If you just go to Google and type in like a question, like, you know, how, do, what do they scan in a listing? They start with typically the title and brand, and then it works its way down and then into the back, the back end, if there is one. Um, and so, you know, typically you want to pack your most relevant or the ones you want to rank for, right? When somebody, you know, plugs them in to search, mm -hmm. you want to pack those towards the front of your title or at the beginning. But like with Merch by Amazon, that's short enough that I think any strategy is fine. You know, when yeah. you get to Amazon Seller Central, you can do like these product descriptions that are like <laughs> absolutely huge, right? And then go to the back end and adjust the keywords. And then, you, you know, there's a lot more involved thought process wise when you have to do it that way, but definitely oh, that'll make my mind explode right there. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I like the it? short and simple yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> research is research can be a headache enough. You know, I finally kind of gotten to the rhythm now that when I'm doing my initial research and now I'm just like focused on one niche at a time, like I'm collecting the keywords as I'm going and then it's just kind of easier. That's good. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that, your research process. Okay. Merch Informer is still a big, big one for me that I use in Amazon search bar. And, you know, I just kind of play around. Usually I have a good idea, like what niche I want to tackle. Like uh, lately I've been going into a more competitive one for camping. I've niched down a little bit, but I'm really going hard on camping. I don't know why I, I, I like camping, you know, mm -hmm. it's fun. And there's so many different like sub niches of camping. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I've just been playing with that really just going going really deep. And as I'm doing that, like I'm looking and seeing what's on Pinterest, what's on Etsy, what's on Amazon. And I'm not really even so much looking at shirts because I kind of want to bring something new to the marketplace. Um, and I mean, shirts do come up. Let's that's, that's totally part of it. But what's really cool is um, <clears throat> I can take an idea and apply it like, okay, so dogs like there people like to camp with their dogs and there's a big market for that what can i do differently than what's already out there and i just kind of go in and i don't like looking at shirts because then i don't want to be like influenced on mm -hmm. on what's already out there am i like kind of sidetracked now no no that's <laughs> perfect because uh, yeah no that's great everybody does slightly different but it's nice to hear different ideas so it's like you start with a niche then you yeah. go down a little more so you're like okay well, i'm doing camping now i'm doing camping with dogs you go on pinterest and then go that's where you were yeah so i'm looking at koozies i'm looking at decor especially camper decor because people love to like make their rvs look really homey and somebody is spamming our chat the flash shame on you for your free money maker don't click it guys um <laughs> really maybe I yeah yeah oh, i don't see that <laughs> yeah i don't know okay weird anyway <laughs> so <laughs> now i'm sidetracked um <laughs> and you just want to bring something new to the market and how to like niche down so people like to go camping with their dogs i look at home decor um rv decor what colors what kind of what's more masculine versus feminine who's shopping in those markets. Like, I mean, the camping queen thing, I have a camping queen shirt from a year ago. And I mean, that thing's still selling and it's not even the best one on Amazon, which is hilarious. Um, 
just just go in and i mean i'm not afraid to tackle those those niches but i think sub niching down i'm see i've already lost what i was saying that's okay that's okay we'll we'll, we'll go on but I, that <laughs> thank you for that that's that's good tips for everybody that you pick a niche sub niche and then go research all about that because sometimes you i get like where i just want to make sure it's about all different things and it's good to just like focus in on something you see and that's what i've done but like for me like I don't have a whole lot of time at my disposal. So when I mm -hmm. go in and just research one niche at a time and just go deep on that, I can use the same elements in different mm -hmm. designs. I can, and I have a better idea. So the designing aspect is a lot quicker. And it's an efficient, and then the it's very efficient. It know? has been. Yeah. It, it helps really when you can do it that way. I mean, I, I think back to like when I started, I think it's a natural progression though, too. The I more so. you research, the more you design, the more you get into that thought process, the more your mind just kind of sub niches down and starts making those decisions about future designs that are kind of just like a, a twist of something you've already done to like make it better, make it stand out make it speak to a little bit of a different portion of your target audience. So that's what happens to me is like, I almost get like people, people will ask me like, you know, do you, do you design an idea outside of your niche? Yeah. Occasionally. Mm -hmm. But like in my head, there's a thir certain threshold at which I'll go down that trail mm -hmm. for most of the time I'm in the same niche and I'll keep sub niching down as I find a more narrow audience that I'm really good at speaking to, I guess. And it's easier too when you're passionate about something, you know, because sure. you, yes. you enjoy designing for that. And then too, one thing I've noticed is I have, well, I mean, you miss brandability, <laughs> the idea of being able to build brands. Like that's something that is on my radar. I don't yeah. know whether it's this year, next year, five years from now, but that's an idea. So if I am more zoned in on just a few niches, you know, yeah. even if it's like 10 or 12 different niches that you're kind of going deep in when you go to go, when you, when you're ready to go, Hey, it's time to start building a following in this niche, building a brand on it. You already have like years and months and weeks or, you know, of research that, you know, is working. And not only that, Amy, like you're physically established as a player in that niche. Mm -hmm. Like, if you take your time to really develop it and know it and create designs and keep growing it and scaling it out and pretty soon, like what I'm like looking at my mug, right? Like you could become the Chihuahua go-to person <laughs> that keeps sub niching down to like people who happen to love Chihuahuas in the color pink. I don't know. Right. Mm -hmm. And then like, good luck to the copycats, right. That, that pick one or two of your designs. Who cares? Because yeah. you're the one that owns that, area that sub niche because you've taken that time to look at look at it over the long term right Instead and that's of another thing it is really good copycat repellent because they're not going to take the time to research into these niches they're going to see one or two of your yes of your good selling shirts or whatever mm -hmm. and they're going to try to replicate that but they don't understand the niche because they didn't put the time in to to figure it out so while they're copying those two you've got 20 others mm -hmm. that are that are just as great that people are buying, but still kind of under their radar. So, you know, there's. And, and there's something to be said also about if, if you, if your designs are selling well, like really well, it's sometimes silly that we pay so much attention to the copycats because it's like, if, if something's selling well, 
you can't like fix it in any way to make it sell any better. If that makes you any know, sense, it, like you're trying to recreate something that's good already. Yeah, no and you're need. not, and you're a copycat. Like you, yeah. How are you going to make it better? You can't. Yeah, you lack the creativity. You are a thief. I'm sorry. Like it's, it's I am like coming no in second place and being like, yeah. wait, I'm over here for a couple dollars less. Yeah, but this one is well established and has reviews, and you know, so that's just something else too that you know I wanted to make sure that people realize when Amy says she goes down into these niches and really gets to know them and stuff. You just get so established, like. You know, okay, knock off plan. one of my shirt. Yeah. Um, somebody that I follow in this space, Jose Fernandez, the guy is just an amazing graphic designer. He's worked in, he's, he designs for some big names. You know, he's done Star Wars and Disney and all kinds of stuff. Sweet. And uh, he's on merch and he does, he does really good, which I mean, it's, it's his, it's his jam, but um, he will literally like put up a post thanking the people that come and copycat him, taking his titles, bullets, brand and everything and thanks them because they're making his shirts look better because yeah. you just, you can't compete with it. So yeah. you might get a sale here or a sale there, but you are never going to. Yeah. It's copying. It's just not worth it. It's like, I guess it's like, uh, you know, like having, I'm, I'm wearing an Adidas hat. Right. And then mm -hmm. like, I have all the, uh, I have real Adidas at my disposal and someone offers me a really poor quality, crappy replica of it. And I don't know where that thing's coming from. The Supreme, like, that's a great example. Like everybody's <laughs> Their little Supreme shirts for $19.99 on Amazon. Yeah. Like anybody that is really wanting a Supreme shirt, they are laughing at that. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I love Amy Rants. Uh, I get <laughs> on my, my favorite. We got to get you on a few more tonight before this show's over. <laughs> I don't want to piss anybody off, but I really can't stand copycat. <laughs> All right, let's do a couple more. There's a lot of Procreate um, questions in here. Let's see, Laura brought up text. That's on Procreate now, right? Oh, not yet, but they are hinting at it something fierce. And I'll tell you what, if they bring text in, that's just, that's, that. oh, I mean, <laughs> oh, that would be so wonderful. <laughs> They're hinting at it. They haven't yet. I'm hoping that uh, maybe the next update. So, so that's a good thing to bring up. So you use Procreate to design the graphics and design yes. the shirt, and then you bring it over to where? Over. To do the text. Over. over. Okay. Or to Affinity. Every once in a while, I'll do like Affinity, especially like designer, because you can text on a path or whatever, which don't really ask me what that means. I, I know what it is, but I can't really explain it because me and that program are still kind of trying to figure each other out. <laughs> but um, usually over. But then what's cool about Procreate is you can also hand letter. So, but yeah, once they bring text to the game, like that is just going to be incredible, especially if we can import our own fonts, which I'm sure we can. So. Awesome. Cool. All right. And then um, I think somebody wanted to see if you could make a pat, like show us how to make a pattern on Procreate, but is that possible? Um, there's really not a way for me to like share that, but mm -hmm. you know, I could try, um, why don't you try to something um, together? I can, yeah, try over the next week or month or whenever. Like, cause I think, uh, if you start learning how to do that, that'll be amazingly valuable for you. Cause you're, you're very good at art and drawing and explaining things. So thank you. Yeah. I, I mean, I could try to put something together. Yeah. 
it's don't. actually like once you get it, it's pretty, it's not that difficult. I was expecting it to be a lot harder than it actually was, which is why I think I put it off for so long. And then when I finally went in and did it, it was like, wow, this was actually really not that bad. There you go. So, so guys reminding me about that <laughs> at some point, make a tutorial for all of us. You'll be tagged in five minutes in the group. I know. <laughs> it's going to take me a little bit longer than that Is to put it done? together, though. <laughs> Teresa's asking if there's any cool campgrounds in the San Antonio area. There are, but my favorite campground around here. might be getting here. a visitor. I know. I know. That Wait, would be great. I would love Teresa, to. Teresa, you got to let me know when you're going. Maybe we'll go down south as well. That'd Do be it. Great. That'd be great. Meet yeah, up they, down there. Tons. I would say like the closest San Antonio Canyon Lake would be great. Medina Lake would be great. But my favorite is over by the um, the Frio and uh, and Lakey. It's a little bit of a drive, but um, Gardner State Park is absolutely beautiful. Beautiful. Ooh, awesome. And that reminds me about meetups. So have we even said about um, we're doing a meetup in May? I don't know if we said it on the show yet. We said it in no, the Facebook group. But May 4th, um, for everybody who went last year, we had a meetup in Columbus last year. That was a lot of fun. Um, so we're gonna do the same thing again this year. So if anybody lives anywhere near Columbus, you guys are all invited. Um, Which, you like I was gonna say, I mean, we, we've, we've touched on like a couple of times of the benefits of meeting up and like doing these things. And the reason we harp on it is because it really is such a big opportunity really to is. meet people, to to have friends that are in similar situations to yours, that other people around us in the non-ecom world that maybe can't, you know, understand. And you know, when when um, Helen approached me about helping last year, um, you know, I I ended up meeting Christina. Mm -hmm. who like thank god like she came into our life like she's our lifesaver over at design for dollars like she's amazing and pretty much runs a show over there um and and to think that i i met her you know by yeah sure i'll, I'll go to columbus let's do it let's do a merch <laughs> meetup you know like it's amazing i love that about brie all... she's always just up for everything like oh yeah sure let's do it <laughs> yeah like why it's not so right great. and then we met so many people there that ended up being guests on our show and then yeah. same with like the uk meetup like the next like three or four guests we have are more of the speakers from that uk event so <laughs> expect more british accents amy and i were talking about that more british accents coming up i'm getting Bring used it to it on i yeah. love to listen that's why don't ask me if i have any questions i don't i just want to listen yeah. <laughs> i have a shirt for that i feel like anything that comes up in conversation i can now say i have a shirt for that <laughs> yeah you have quite the catalog of shirts yeah my shirt is like if i had an english accent i'd never shut up or something like that like <laughs> now i have a question like when you went to uk for the conference were people like oh my god i love your accent no Nobody. Oh, I don't think anybody real? loves an American accent. Oh, <laughs> no, but you know what's weird? Do I have an accent to you guys? Sometimes. And, and I, I don't heard. and I don't know like what kind of accent, but you do have, I don't know. There's, yeah. there's like this draw, but it's not like a southern draw. I don't know. You do. Yeah, I've I've uh people have said if I've traveled south in particular, but you're I mean you're a northerner originally, right? Originally. Yeah. 
Oh, all of us. I was going to say, Southerners have often said to me, oh, you have, a, you have a little bit of an accent. Where are you from? New York. Yeah. Not that New York. The other, <laughs> Western New York. <laughs> Everybody thinks New York is like literally New York City, which, oh, no, thank you. New York's actually beautiful. Um, when we went, when we were driving up to uh, Boston, we had, we, we ended up driving through New York City at rush hour, scariest damn Woo! thing in my life. <laughs> when it was time to go back, my husband's like, we are not going through New York City. I'm like, no, we're not. And we went through through the state, like, and oh, oh my gosh, yeah. so beautiful. There was snow and everything. Oh, it was gorgeous. Yeah, there's a lot of beautiful, beautiful, like untouched almost areas of New oh, York. And, and right into the Pennsylvania border. Mm -hmm. Beautiful areas there, too. Yes. Everybody's saying um, they're happy they went to the Columbus meetup. Um, Christina said, best decision I ever made. I almost chickened out at the last minute. The, and that's good to say, Christina, because mm -hmm. I think a lot of people feel like that. They don't want to go to meetups or conferences that are afraid they're not going to know what to say or like be. Just like me, right? Like Helen oh always said, like, I couldn't believe it. Guys, you have to. to be. You know? Yeah, you have to realize we're all just regular people that are nervous too. So it was like it was so I'm pretty quiet when you meet me. It was so fun. <laughs> Which I can't I can't get my mind around that. But then cool. like I am the same way, so I get it. And but once I, I would get be, comfortable and go in like this, I'm like da, 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 da. Right? and I'd be just like Christina, I'd be like, you know, my cat's sick. I'm just not gonna <laughs> yeah. be able to make yeah. it. They're spitting up hairballs over here. Sorry. <laughs> And then you I, miss out because honestly, like every time for me personally that I've stepped outside of my comfort zone has all usually always been just an incredible experience. Yeah. Yeah. But it's hard sometimes. Listen, I have a list a mile long of excuses for not attending events, right? Like when <laughs> I started in this the journey, I'm very open about the fact that I was not comfortable. I really wasn't. Yeah. And I have, and I know it's easy for me to say now because I'm comfortable doing it, but I was not comfortable traveling. I was not comfortable going to conferences. I certainly wasn't comfortable speaking at them. So like, you know, for me to have to like, I don't know, put myself into a situation where I didn't know anyone. And I'm, Oh, I'm going to have to like walk into this room and like find somewhere to sit and find somewhere to, you know, someone to talk to yeah. once you just go and do it. There's so many people just like you and they're having the same exact worries that you're having. It's like the whole, like pulling the bandaid off. Like, yeah. like once yeah. you do it, it's like, wow, it really wasn't that bad. And then like, you feel, I don't know for me, like whenever I've stepped out of my comfort zone in a big way, and I've ripped the bandaid off. I'm like, man, can I do that again? Like, <laughs> and we're all in this industry thing. for a reason where well, there's a common thread between all of us that there's a reason we all do this. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's not something you always find if you just walk into a random room full of people. But when you have these meetups where it's, it's specifically people that are very similar to you, it's, you know, great things can come from that. And too, like, I can't speak for you guys, but I know like when we first started this show, um, when Helen approached me asking if I'd be on, I, I talked to a few people first because I'm like, I don't know. And they were like, oh, you have to. So I said, yes, I was nervous for like the first three months on yeah. this platform. Like every time I get on, I'm like literally butterflies. Yeah. Now it's like, I look forward to it every week. Yeah, um, but it's hard so sometimes, but it's yeah. always good. Like I just, I think yeah. And Helen, I gotta be honest. Like the, 
I don't think I would be doing this either if if you hadn't asked me and then I was like, I don't really know what we're doing, but all right, let's let's kind of do this thing, you know? Cuz I really I felt the same exact way like to just get on and have anything to I say. I didn't even know who you people were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and then like to be on here for an hour and like what are we going to say, you know? Like the preparation of just getting to this hour and having something to say. Like it's so different now. Yeah, it, it was I've, such a good learning experience for me mm. because I was like, I I just decided I wanted to start it because I was just frustrated that it was just so many guys had started things. And I'm like, how come I can't do it? How come there's not enough women on YouTube? How come there's not enough women starting conferences? Why are they like, I just one day was just frustrated. I'm like, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> but I was like, but I haven't talked in any of the groups. I'm like, this is impossible for me to start it. I don't know anyone. And I'm like, well, I'll just start messaging everyone I know. And then I was like, Darn it, they're all saying yes. <laughs> I didn't know anyone. I didn't know anyone. But I'm I like, think I'm you messaged me and you were like, you might not know me, but <laughs> <laughs> you definitely don't know me, but <laughs> how would you like to do a YouTube show? <laughs> <laughs> to this day, I have no idea how any of you said yes. I'm like, that is the re most ridiculous thing I've ever heard to just message everyone in the <laughs> Facebook group. It's and ridiculous. see if they want to do a YouTube show with you. Oh my God. It was. And here no. we are. We're almost celebrating a year. Like, you say that. yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, we're even, we're even talking for each other now. Yes, we are. <laughs> well, and I, and I think, oh, what I was starting to say about the meetups about like, you feel like everyone is going to be more experienced than you. You feel like they're all going to know what they're doing and you're brand new and you don't know what you're doing. And you have to remember, like, first of all, merch has not been along that around that long. So yes. all of us are barely new. And second of all, just like what Brie was saying, like the reason I just blurted out like, oh my God, you're shy is because I looked up to Brie so much and I thought she was like some kind of superhuman hero who I still think that. <laughs> but to see her in person and realize she was shy, I just was like, oh my God, like <laughs> she's yeah. a regular person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I just like blurted out like, oh my God, you're shy. And I'm like, oh my God, it probably made her so uncomfortable. But, but I just was so you shocked. Know what? I couldn't believe it. Those, those realizations, we've all had them, yeah. right? And then when you become more comfortable, you take more risks in, in a good way, in a positive mm -hmm. way, in reaching out and connecting with other people that you might not have, you know, taken before because you're like, hey, that was not so scary. Like, you know, what? You're just, you're just talking to people. You're just getting to know people. You're, you know, vibing with other people that have similarities. Um, I know it's easier said than done if you're introverted, but. Yeah, you know. this is a good, uh, this kind of meetup is a very good first start because conferences can vary. Like sometimes you really can feel like a little alone at a conference because it, yeah. it's like there's speakers and there's a lot of people and it's like, it feels like everyone's talking to someone and you might be like, can I just walk up to this group? But at the meetup, it's very different because it's like, it's, it's one room and it's just a couple tables. Like last time we had like one row of tables, this time we rented out a whole room. So there's like, I don't know, 10 tables or something, but it's, wow. it's, it's condensed more. So it's like, you're going to have a table to sit at. You're going to have people to talk to. Nobody knows each other that well. They just know each other from the Facebook group. So it's like, it's not like everybody's friends behind the scenes. Like you'll, you'll fit in and you'll, you'll learn something. And, it'll be and then what's and you, amazing, you can make lifelong friends, like, like putting yourself out there yeah, and yeah. 
oh man, the networking, you don't know like the person that like the hands you shake at a, at a meetup like that can, what that can be three, five, six months down the road. Like it mm -hmm. could be the most important handshake of your life. You don't even know. Yeah. Teresa, talk about that. Teresa in the chat, not from the, I don't think it was from the Columbus meetup. I don't think, I'm not sure, but she, she met one of her, a friend that saved her life from merch. No kidding. Yeah. It's her oh. like merch buddy. And they, and them, and she was talking online or something when I think I brought it up on a couple shows, um, where she, I forgot again, Teresa. I'm sorry. It was like a heart attack or something happened. Oh, and yeah. her merch friend saved her life. So yeah. Now that's an impactful yep. merch friend right there from a meetup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Oh, so many good comments. So Eric says, "You guys are awesome. I learned so much from this channel." Aww. And then my dad said, "My mom's crying tears of pride." <laughs> I love your parents. Oh, they're so cute. So thank you. I'm excited to see you guys on Wednesday. Can't wait. Um, and then Jody says, Helen, thanks for your video today. Perfect timing. I needed to hear what you said. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Jody. Yeah, so mom, I did a video. I told mom and I told Amy that I was thinking about doing a video. I did a video today, mom. <laughs> so you gotta have dad show you my channel. Um, and then that's that's where the video is. Uh, let's see, Amy, have you purchased any custom Procreate brushes? And if so, which are worth it? Oh, yes, I have. Um, I've got some really cool halftone brushes. Um, there's a lot that you can get for free that are really great. Like the one I've been using the most is actually a free one that I downloaded. Um, they've got some really cool ones on Creative Market and Gumroad. But uh I found some cool ones going into Pinterest and just putting in like Procreate brushes. And there's like links to some really cool ones that you can just donate to or, or absolutely free. Um, some of them are duds, but a lot of them are pretty cool. Awesome. All right. Well, I don't know. Oh, I think there was one other thing I was trying to remember. Um, Teresa had mentioned, um, mentioned uh, the latest update. The dashboard update. Do we have any comments or anything that we want to say about that? Somebody was asking, like, do any of us oh, have any comments? About the, what was the latest thing that they did it was about, about, about the like, wording? Um, yeah. You have to describe, yeah, describe the design. Don't add in words that are not related, that are just good keywords. I think, honestly, if the terms of service have, have pretty much always kind of hinted towards that, like, you don't yeah. want to be describing your product as something that it isn't. Um, I'm going to echo like what my friend Amy Herberger says, like the sky isn't falling. Um, you're going to want to clean up though. Like if you have rose gold on your pop sockets, you're not going to want to keep that there. If you're using words like glitter, even if you're using faux glitter, guilty, get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. um, they, I know people are like, what about distressed? Well, okay. This is my, this is my opinion. Um, so just leave it at that. But Amazon was really good to mention which words are to yes. really look out for. Glow in the dark. Um, Basically related to the fact that they can't print. replicate that in manufacturing or printing. Exactly. Yeah. There is no way Amazon would say, um, would give you a hard time about distressed and forget to mention that in that section because distressed is one of the most popular words and designs on the platform. 
So if you have distressed work, uh, shirts and you're kind of freaking out about it, I honestly wouldn't. I know I've seen a lot of people that are worried about that, but Amazon would not forget to mention the importance of that. So I think you're safe. Just describe what your shirt is. And if it's a glow in the dark, you know it doesn't glow in the dark. So take the little glow in the dark black light shirts down for the rave because it doesn't glow in the dark at the rave. <laughs> it's as simple as that. If it doesn't do what you say that it's doing, like it's not glowing in the dark, pull it off of there. Is it, it glittering? Is exactly. Glitter. It's DTG printing. Okay. There's no glitter. There's no foil. It doesn't glow in the dark. It doesn't do anything special. So leave it at that. And Amazon knows what they're doing. And there's a huge market for all of us. So even if you're kind of concerned about your rose gold pop sockets, that is such a small part yes. of it. And I think, uh, I think it was Erin, Erin Sheeran, Sheeran. I, I can't say their last name. I'm sorry. Sheeran. Sheeran. But I even she's like, it's just, a, it's a, such a small part of the whole. You really, it's, it's okay. But I can I, I can understand where people are coming from because it feels frustrating when you have like so many listings and you're like, what do I need to take down? But like you said, I'm happy that they said specific words. So if you have any of those words that they specifically mentioned, then go through. Because I mean, especially in the beginning, I was using glitter all the time for pop sockets and I was really upset because I was like, glitter is like the best keyword. But it's once yeah. everybody explained it, I'm like, it does make sense. It's not actual glitter and it's like, it doesn't come out looking as glittery as your as the picture looks. So yeah, just I mean, be use careful. synonyms if you, if they be you know like if your glitter looks kind of speckly. I don't know, you know like. But yeah, you can't. It doesn't. It's not the keyword that people are looking for. But you just have to be. Um, you just have to realize it's not going to print the same. I mean, after I so the very first few, I think I did like three or four um, glitter pop sockets right in the beginning before I knew you couldn't do that, and. Um, I, I did end up getting quite a few returns on those. So because yeah. I, yeah, I bought one myself. Remember, I bought one myself because it was like the, it was. I mean, we had pop sockets a week, and I'm like, I want to see what they look like. So I bought one of my glitter pop sockets, and I came back and I showed a picture to you guys. And somehow with the picture, it looked a little better. Like it took a better picture, but in person, I'm like, this doesn't look very good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it like just, you order glitter and you're expecting this like shiny glittery thing. It, it doesn't you, look. Yeah, and you don't get that. It doesn't look like the picture very well. Now, so, what do y'all think about the keyword stuffing part? Because I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though, is like this raises the question, I think, at least for uh, people that are new to this space is they need to learn the difference between keyword stuffing and SEO as well, mm -hmm. because there is a major difference between using good SEO strategies and, and keyword stuffing with every holiday and every relative on the planet. And it doesn't pertain to your, you know, to your listing, but there is some level of SEO that's not only okay, but necessary. Mm -hmm. Like, when when Amy was you know talking about the Easter shirt at the very beginning, yeah, you know there are keywords that are going to be necessary, so it it's important to learn the difference. Yeah, and basically I think that anything that isn't talking about the the design. And again, it's almost like obvious stuff, right? Yeah. If it if if it doesn't pertain to this design, don't mention it. And here's the funny part. Guess what happens when you do? You just train the algorithm that your listing does not pertain. So yeah, when you're and they're not going to bring stuffing, it up. They're yeah. not. You're when you're keyword stuffing. 
you are pushing yourself down because every time I look for birthday shirt, right. And yours comes up, I'm like, that's not a birthday shirt. So I don't click on it. So I tell the algorithm that does, that's not a birthday shirt. That's not a birthday shirt. And then what happens is the algorithm pushes you down in search. And so the key and it just stuffing, gets confused. It doesn't know what your shirt is. So it just mm -hmm. stops, stops showing it all together probably. So yeah, you know just, what frustrates me though is the ones that keyword stuff the heck out of their listing and they have like a BSR of like 20. Yeah. I'm just like, you dirty dog. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we got to figure out exactly. But, but think about this though. Think about the fact that they could potentially um, create the listing, share it on some social media yeah. site for a ridiculously low price, then come back in the back end of it, like a one-time shout out to this, this link and then come back in and edit and then add all these keywords. And so now they've kind of planted themselves in merch. They've got an mm. awesome BSR because they've sold a ton of them. And now let's, let's firmly plant ourselves in there by spamming with all the keywords. That's my theory behind what they may have done. Maybe because you know what I will admit in the beginning I kind of did it I was like t-shirt for dad t-shirt for cousin well, yeah. and holiday and birthday and Hanukkah and Christmas and fiesta and single debate and none of it applied. Well, when you don't know better sometimes you might think that's being like thorough right because like Too thorough uh, yeah absolutely yeah. I think try to make just complete sentences I think that's a good rule of thumb right like that makes it it doesn't seem like keyword stuffing when it's a yes. complete sentence. Yes. Basically, so, keep it to the design and the niche, right? Keep it to the design, keep it to the niche. Make sure you can read it, read it in a sentence, and that you should be good to go. Yep. So, all right. Well, guys, we're already way over an hour. Do you have anything else you want to say? Amy, any, anything that we haven't covered yet that you wanted to talk about? This was fun. You know, I, I love to talk Procreate. If any of y'all have any questions, y'all know how to reach me in the group. You're welcome to to message me. Um, yeah, I love Procreate. This was fun. Oh, and Yang's in the chat. Hi, Yang. Hey. Yang was one of the original people Hola. I was watching to learn about Amazon FBA <laughs> way back in the day and then uh, learned a lot about merch from him. So thank you, Yang, for all that you do. And thanks for watching. Um, all right. Anything else? Oh, wonderful podcast. And she, and she said the word podcast. Thank you. Um, guys, if you missed the beginning, we have a podcast now and it's on all platforms. If it's not on a platform that you watch podcasts on, let me know. But it's on ones I had no idea existed. I had no idea there were so many platforms. Now, <laughs> supposedly, too, with that, like, it's really important, especially on Apple, for people to, like, rate your show. So oh, yeah. just, just go in and rate it. Like, just yes, five stars it because just, we love you. It just got on Apple, I think, today. It might have been yesterday. But I think it was today. So if you guys go in and watch it and like it today, that's got to be good. That our very first day. <laughs> yes, so good, awesome. <laughs> yeah. So give us a rating, like our shows. Um, I didn't. Even and know don't about forget, podcasts. we have um the one year celebration. One year on celebration. Yes, and I am going to um copy and paste all of the uh, comp uh contests. What do you call it? No, giveaways. Give the giveaway links into the uh, video after the show. I forgot awesome. to do that before. So, and then, um, but if you're in our Facebook group, you just type in um, hashtag one year and you'll find the post and you can enter those um, giveaways 
as many times as you want to. Several thousand dollars of things. That yeah, have several been thousand dollars of prizes. Amazing giveaways. Mm, so Just much amazing. good stuff. Like I'm literally jealous. Aww. So <laughs> yeah, Emily says woohoo one year. I can't believe it. Yeah. We're two weeks. Next week we have uh, Ugar on. He's uh, one of the guys I met at the uh, Merch UK event. He oh, cool. uh, has um, a company called All Over Print. And they AOP. Have, AOP. They have um, amazing products, sequin pillows, all kinds of stuff. Awesome. So um, yeah, we're excited for that one. Oh, cool. Teresa says she just checked Castbox and it's on there. Yeah, right. Uh, like us everywhere. Rank us everywhere. I don't even know all these platforms, so I'll, one day I'll be like, "Oh, we're on Castbox, awesome!" <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, and like the this video too, and uh, thank you guys so much. We'll we'll see you next week. Good thank night, you, guys. Bye, bye, everybody.